<laughs> so, so she said, how many more can you fit in there? And I said, five, if you ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> scandalous, uh, scandalous. Uh, 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 oh, no, stop, stop. Uh, uh, to you all in the land of the living. Oh, that was disgusting. I am Big Damn Chris. It's everywhere. <laughs> That's Big Damn Matt having a Big Damn mental breakdown. <laughs> um, I'm going to use my Big Damn mop to clean up. But basically, welcome to Big Damn Cast this week. Episode 33. That's the one. The Devil's Third Cousin Twice Removed. Hey. Uh, that's probably not mathematically correct. I don't care. We got a bunch of don't care, no underwear. Don't, no care, no underwear. No shoes, no shirt, no shit, Sherlock. We've got nonsense to talk about We've this week. We've got so much nonsense. Super Bowl happened! The Yay! Did you watch the big game? Oh, I loved the bit with the game. Oh, it was so big and the game, the game was so big. Oh, but now we've talked about the game, we've all lost. No, that's, that's the yes, sweet irony. Yes. Um, however, of course, with Super Bowl must come large, bountiful trailer bundles, and we've got, uh, I think, over ten to talk about. We've got a few. Uh, we're also going to chat a bit about Iron Fist and the delicious trailer that dropped this week. The what, sorry? Iron Fist delicious trailer that oh, dropped this God. week. Uh, it's tasty. Uh, speaking of tasty Lego Batman movie, spoiler, a spoiler-free peek into the world of Lego Batman, uh, as well as some pretty sweet Cult of Chucky news, and also Ooh. your emails. Your emails. But Not first, yours. yours, but first, a special song from Matthew Watson. Go. Uh, what's this special song that I've I, got to sing? Well, I left something in the other room, so anything that lasts about oh, 10 seconds. okay. Um, <laughs> and there was love and joy and happiness when Chris... Left the room and there was love and joy and happiness and eating mushrooms because he doesn't like the fungus, he doesn't like the moulds, and he thinks that water tastes funny if you leave it to get old. What was that? What was that? <laughs> what? You know, I have very strong beliefs on water. I wouldn't want to put out to the world. Oh, oh. oh. Hey, that's, oh. yeah, I, I literally had left something we're going to talk about in a bit after in the that, other room. After that brief musical interlude. The, the seven P's, is it, that we were taught the once upon a time? The seven P's? Prior, prior preparation pl- and planning, planning prevents piss, piss poor, poor performance. performance. And that and was the pissest of the poorest. I don't know, I thought your singing was beautiful. Oh. Okay, well, neither, boom, hey. Neither of us have been primo voce today, Christopher. I don't, speak, I don't speak French. What hey! So, uh, um, enough of this gay banter. <laughs> let's see what so, we have. Let's get to some straight banter. <laughs> no homo. Um, Super Bowl ads Oh, God. Happened. Yes, they did. Um, um, we're going to go in no sort of order. Other than the order that I wrote them down in. Oh, beautiful. My is, favourite order. Which is semi, but almost not quite alphabetical because the first one is Nintendo Switch chaotic neutral order um (laughs) Nintendo Switch Nintendo Switch my 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 what a weird little bitch it is um Nintendo Switch first promotional stuff was October November when they released that really swanky trailer they basically announced what it was called that was and and went here's a five minute uh short movie showing people having fun with this new console it never happens this trailer is basically exactly the same thing but shorter and shows unrealistic scenarios in which people will never actually use it. Yep. Oh, look. We're hanging out at the college library. 
while the other students are in the college theatre. Yes. And we're doing a tango, like a team match uh, from our places in the college. It's, yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No college's Wi-Fi is that good. No party of a bunch of teen, late teens and early 20-somethings are all going to be stood around watching two people have a wand battle in front of a tiny well, screen. I mean, they might be, but... Not, yeah. not in public. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that happens at parties. However, you're, you're our, you swine, you are our astute Nintendo correspondent. I am, I am the Nintendo correspondent for the big damn cast. Although I'm, I'm catching up to you, young sir. I charged my DS last night. Hey! Well done. Well done. Ah, <laughs> uh, and found um, out that Lucy owns Pokemon Platinum. I didn't know that. Platinum, so I'm probably going to yeah, play that one. You should play Platinum. Well, actually, no, should you? No, you probably shouldn't. Okay, I'll stick to replaying Soul Silver. Oh, no, you should play Platinum. I'm also going to play Hospital something. There's a thing about a hospital. Is it Hospitals with a Z? Like, no, I wish it was. Ubisoft just had that run of games of like dogs and cats. Living and together. Mass hysteria. And babies. No, it's something, it's something like a hospital hijinks or something. I don't know. It's probably a carry-on it's game for all I know. Um, why is um, it Theme Hospital? Nintendo Switch. Yes. Theme is, Hospital is confirmed. Oh, God. Um, HD remaster of Theme Hospital. Yeah. Oh, why, are we get, why aren't we getting that? Um, so... Uh, theme Park World, please. Hello. Welcome to the Nintendo Switch. Oh, dear. No. Would you like to erect a thousand bins? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. <laughs> it's called... Slough. <laughs> Does this advert give us any new information? Um, no. Ah. It doesn't. Uh, all the games we've seen are games that have been previously announced. Um, and it's doing that thing. <clears throat> See, I heard a lot of complaint from a lot of games press who saw the, um, the, uh, like went to the press event and stuff and have played the games. Like, you've got one to switch, which is your mini game collection. Yes. A lot of that stuff is audio based. So okay. you're not looking at the console, you're looking at the other player. They want you to take that to a party? Yeah, it's not going to happen. What kind of parties are they going to? Maybe like, you might have like the, 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 maybe they're thinking along the lines of like the the Wii's the Wii's appeal. But the thing with the Wii, the Wii wasn't trying to appeal to hip kids; it was trying to appeal to the whole family. I don't think so. They so family game night sort of yeah. made sense as a thing to pitch. I don't think they expected trailers. what the Wii to work as well as it did, and I don't. I still don't think they understand why it worked so well because they failed to capitalize on it mm. very, very, very badly. You are stupid! You are so stupid! Yes, they are. Um, So, I don't know. I'm still on the fence about the old Switch. I'm Um, certainly not getting one at launch. No, well, I'm in in with a one in ten billion chance of getting one at launch because I did a competition. (laughs) If you get, if you, I was, I was like, ah, I'm not interested in the Switch. What? Well, I can enter a competition literally just by tapping uh, a button on my app. Okay, I'll do it. If you win them on at launch, I'm sure we'll be able to stream some Zelda or something. Oh no, we'll flog it at four times the price. Yeah, because as we know, and buy better cameras. As we know, they will all sell out within thirty minutes of every store being open because they'll only have stocked about two in every yeah, shop. Because Nintendo, are Nintendo, and Nintendo are fucking stupid. As well you know. As well you all know. So, um, Nintendo Switch didn't really switch your perspective it with its trailer? Me on. Do that. Um, but, but there were some movie trailers. Did that, the beautiful that, movie trailers switch you? Well, did, they, did they did they grab you by the I'm, nips I'm and in, switch them? I'm intrigued by a couple of these, at least. Hit me with your best shot. A Cure for Wellness. Ah, the Gore Verbinski, Gore Dane Verbinski. DeHaan vehicle. Looks 
I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because it doesn't I'm, seem to be flat out... I'm curious. It doesn't seem to be flat out going, this is a horror movie in any of its marketing so far. It's more... This like is disturbing. Movie to me. But it, it, it's... The hallucinations are played up quite a lot in the trailers, making you wonder whether or not this is all in the character's head or not. Like, which I, I, I know that doesn't make it not a horror, but... You know, if you knew it was all genuinely happening, it'd be horrific. Whereas hallucinations, we're just entering the cell territory, which is not a good thing. But at the same time... Oh, man, the cell. Yep. Jesus. Yep. That was a thing. You know what also was a thing? Oh, God. Existence. I've heard of that. I've never seen it. Oh, that's is it? Is it trying to be the cell? They came out around the same time. They're very different, but they're kind of, I don't know, overlapping the marketing. The cell just feels like Govabinsky regressed into a drama student at the age of like 14 and was like, I want to make something really trippy and dark, but he had the budget to do it. But it's it's what a 14-year-old thinks is dark and, and psychotic. In uh, in the early 2000s? Yeah. No less. Oh. With D'Onofrio trying his best. We might have to watch the cell at some point. I bizarrely own two copies. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you for why. Confessions of a cell addict. One, one is Lucy's, so there's the whole merging of DVD collections when you move in. Yeah, yeah. One of them was lent to me by a friend at high school in my last year against my will. I just wasn't interested. Yeah. And they lent it to me. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll watch it. Because like, you've got to see it, you've got to see it. You've got to see the cell. So I watched it, I hated it. And then I think we were entering exam season in the last year. And I just, like, we didn't talk as much because we were all revising in, in, in different classes. And I never gave it back. And they never asked for it back. And we're, I think I think they got me on Facebook. So for years they've never said, can I have it back? I think they were trying to get rid of it. I think like, it's amazing. You must see it. You must Take see this it. From, it's like it Take follows. It. Yeah. At some point Vince Vaughn is going to like it's, appear at the end of my road looking kind of depressed, smoking, and just walk down my road and be slowly like... Slowly walk towards you. His intestines are going to peel out of his head. Uh, out, out of his head. Out of his stomach. Um... Out of his head, you know, with the intestines left. Out of your head. Um, so, A Cure for Wellness... It, I'm intrigued. It has a bit of that vibe, but it looks pretty freaky, doesn't oh, it? Oh, God. And Dane DeHaan, it'd be nice to see a movie with him in again where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like this movie. Yeah, I'm okay with Dane DeHaan. I, don't, I like him. I've only seen him in a couple of things. One of them has been amazing. One of them was dire. So, yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence. But this and... Oh, what's the one he's in? With Cara Delevingne. Uh, Valerian, Valerian. that looks pretty nice. cool. So that's mm, always going to so that's always be visually interesting. But yeah, intrigued, yeah. intrigued by a cure for wellness. Really nice Super Bowl ad as well. The fact that it starts out as an ad for like a therapy yeah, medicine yeah. thing, and then just slowly changes into something creepy. I like that. I like trailers masquerading as other kind of commercials. By Jingo, but there's no masquerade in Ghost in the Shell. Or is there? I don't know. I there's, a mask, the there's a There's a mask in the sense that Scarlett Johansson gets a part of her face taken off. Yeah. And you see all the gribbly mechanics underneath. That's pretty cool. There are some really nice visuals in, yeah. in this, by the look of it. I think, I think from what I can tell from what I've seen of, of, of screen grabs and everything... A lot of it is translating sort of the original, the anime and everything, yeah. like, into live action. So, that's kind of cool, but at the same time, I'm still sort of getting this vibe from it of Blade Runner light. Yeah. I'd, and I'd, I think that's because it's live action. I think in animation, it wouldn't feel like, a, you know, a carbon copy slash lesser version of something that we've seen before in live action. But because it's live yeah, action, yeah. 
and, and it doesn't help that Valerian's coming out, and that has a bit of a similar look to yeah. it as well. And also a Blade Runner sequel. Yeah, it's it's a bit. Oh, I wonder if I wonder if those two films were put out when they were because the studios were like, we want to do these, but Blade Runner's not out yet, so let's they get them cer- out. They certainly fill some of the same thematic gaps. Yeah, and I, I would certainly like to see Ghost in the Shell lean more into the philosophical aspects of it mm-hmm. and the, the questions of like what it means to be human and how how much of yourself can you replace before you cease to become human rather than just be generic Scarlett Johansson action movie. Because as much as I love Scarlett Johansson doing action mm. movies, because she is, you know, a really great action star at this point, let's let, let's let her flex her muscles a bit more and do something a bit more mm. philosophical. As well as also look badass and do badass action. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about Ghost in the Shell. It's also that weird thing of... You know, I mean, we, we talked about this much earlier in an earlier episode about, you know, the, 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 the cultural and racial thing when it comes to casting. Yeah. It's, you know, there's a film coming out soon called The Wall. Oh, yeah, The, the, the Great Wall. <clears throat> Great Wall. Yeah. Um, which is about, you know, that, you know, China and everything. Yeah, yeah. And Matt Damon's the main star. And it looks really odd. It's a Chinese movie, though. But it is a Chinese movie. And, and when I found that out, I was like, really? And I looked into it more. And it's a mix of Eastern and Western stars. Yeah. And when I realised that, because I guess the trailers over here are trying to sell it a bit more on Matt Damon in an action movie. But like, I, I look, I, when I looked at the cast and everything, I was like, that's how you do this, I think. Yeah, but I mean, like, also, if, if, if you yeah. balance it out. I mean, at the same time, I would like to see an Eastern star be the main character It'd be nice with if... Western stars in the supporting roles and stuff instead. And I think that would have made Ghost in the Shell a lot easier to swallow, forgetting the horrendous revelation in regards to the makeup tests. Let's forget that for a second. I I still... Were it Scarlett Johansson and maybe another, like, sort of Hollywood star, and everyone else was sort of, you know, Chinese cinema stars and stuff. Well, it's Japanese. Japanese, sorry. But do you know what I mean? Like from... from yeah, um, but East Asian. East Asian well, cinema. Well, no, let's get it right. Like, make him Japanese. Yeah. If he's okay. set in Japan, let's oh, yeah, yeah, well, the, char- the character's Japanese. But what I'm saying is like... Oh, but again, not limit every character who's not American, Japanese, etc., etc. Like, yeah. cast from around the world, but have that mix. Mm. Especially when this story is heavily influenced by its Japanese origins and Japanese culture. Like, make that more prominent. But don't be afraid to mix and match the casting up instead of making it more white and, oh yeah, try and do makeup tests to make your Western star yeah, that's, look more Eastern. As, as cautiously optimistic as I am about Ghost in the Shell, the, that's I, unforgivable. the idea that they've not cast a oh, the makeup Japanese woman. The makeup test is. Horrendous. Yeah. The, so, the, the fact that they've done that was like, oh Jesus, what the fuck were you thinking? Um, I wonder if he even got as far as actually applying any techniques. Because I, I think they said I that they, they were thinking around with CGI yeah. to do it. <coughs> Fuck um, hell. But like... That's just gross, man. I even, even aside from that, it does leave something of a sour taste in my mouth knowing that they they should have cast a Japanese actress in this part. Yeah. But they're like, well, there's no big enough stars. Who were Japanese? It was like because you never fucking cast anyone in in those roles. Well, like I said, you don't take any chances on the casting. The, the way to approach it and make it less uncomfortable would be to like, all right, fine, have Scarlett in that role, but make sure that the roles are equally divided between stars from across across the world. Yeah. Or, um, or you cast a Japanese like you know actor in that role, 
either well-known in Japan or an up-and-comer, yeah. and you surround them with Hollywood actors in the supporting roles and propel... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. sort of, again, I'm not saying exclude anyone from any other sort of you know, parts of the world in terms of cinema, but like that's how you make a star. It's just that you put someone on a pedestal and give them a chance to go, boom, there they are. We're going to tell a story with this person now. There's just such a hesitance to take risks. It's odd. I mean, you know, it's it's a weird one. But either way, as it, looking at it as its own product based on like this trailer, visually, I think it's kind of interesting. It's very visually interesting. Yeah, there's I do. Some, I do look forward to watching it. There's some moments that look like they've come straight out of that original anime. The original movie. Straight out of it, baby. Yeah. Um, oh, here's something that had, was absent from the Super Bowl trailer, actually. Yes. Uh, that has a similar thing. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> uh, let's not talk about Beauty But that's Beast. odd, isn't it? Considering that's like, what, two, three weeks away? <laughs> the fact that they've not... They didn't put a trailer out. I don't think that's odd. the audience they're going for. Could be a network thing as well, though. Mm. Like maybe Disney... Oh, there's plenty of Disney in anything. this, though. Yeah, well, yes, they watch. Should, should we go on to the next Disney trailer? Well, the, the Disney trailer. The well, no, there's a couple of Disney trailers. Wait, what was there? Yeah, well, there's at least other, one which more. Other, which other one was Disney? That one. Oh uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. Oh, yeah, you were. Okay. Yes, yes, you are. We'll get there. I That's tried, true. guys. I tried. He tried. He fed me the smart pills, but I I mushed them into my idiot juice. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Two. I love how a year ago they were going. That's just our working title. And then during the production, they went, no, we like no, it. We're going to call it's, it that. It makes the, it's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> this film looks wonderful. It looks fun. I just I just had a big grin on my face the whole time through watching it. And then the gag at the end of the trailer just is, makes me, still makes me pissed. And I've seen this trailer quite a few times now. What's really nice as well, and I'm, I'm assuming, because we've only had, we've had a teaser trailer, which yeah. was sort of a small, brief one. We've had trailer one. Yeah. And we've had the Super Bowl trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming trailer two will be the first to touch on story. Yeah. And will we probably be the final the story, trailer yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, we just see that now they are actively working as a team doing stuff and seemingly avenging things and, and doing jobs either for themselves or for people. Um, so kind of like the comic book of recent years, basically. We're at yeah. that stage with the characters. But also... Trailer straight up confirming that Mantis, Yondu, and Nebula are a part of the team. Yep. Um, it seems that one of them at least is definitely going to join the team during the events of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm delighted to the, the Guardians of the Freaking Galaxy. Freak- yeah, was it Freaking Guardians of the Galaxy? Except he didn't use Freaking. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, to compensate for Groot being a tiny baby, Rocket has a little jetpack now, yep. so Rocket's just floating around. Yeah. Uh, so we can get up to, you know, higher places and everything. Dave Batista continues to steal the trailers from everyone. Chris Pratt's abs make an appearance. Because of course they do. Because not got them. Not oiled this time. No, he's not oiled. But they're there. Um, Put them on show, Chris. Zoe Saldana, we're not seeing too much of her in these in terms of dialogue or anything, but... Gamora's makeup's been tweaked slightly. I think so. It looks pretty cool. He's got a bit more of the yellow kind of round the eyes thing. Um, Yondu looks freaking great. Like, Michael Rooker is now, like, luminescent blue <laughs> with the full-on fin. 
Love the full on thing. Um, I love just it. Nebula's looking creepy. Like yeah. Karen Gilling had a brighter color scheme in the first movie. Now it's sort of the, the colors have been toned down a bit in the second one. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing why she joins them. Yeah, and her yeah. and Gamora playing off each other and their relationship. A rematch would be nice. Be yes, probably probably an Act One rematch. I think yeah. we could probably predict that now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and but still no footage of of uh, Kurt Russell. Although the. It, and any of the Novas, because I think I think they've confirmed that there's the Nova, a, the Novas are in it. There's a glimpse at Kurt Russell in the merchandising already. Yeah, I've seen the uh, the Funko. Yeah, um, and so that's we, we have a rough idea of what at least possibly he might look like, but not all the time. Maybe. Yeah, God, I hope he. I hope I hope they go full out with ego. I really hope they go full out. I do too. Even if it's just like, I remember, I think it was, uh, might have been the Weekly Planet or someone else talked about, it might have been Mike Bernard, uh, Mike Bernard, Mark Bernard, sorry Mark, let you listening. Uh, it might be Mark Bernard on, on Fatman and Batman a while ago said that maybe Ego, the living planet, is a facade mm. in this version, maybe. Um, that'd be a cool idea, like a Wizard of Oz, a Wizard of Oz planet. Yeah. Like, pay no attention to the man behind this pile of mountains. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man in the crater. But it's just, it's just Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's just Kurt pay Russell. Pay no attention to Kurt Russell. No, always pay attention to Kurt Russell. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. The music's a remix as well, isn't it? It's like, it's, I can't yeah, which track it is, it's but the they've, it's the chain, but they've tweaked it. Yeah. So it's sort of, yeah, yeah it, that is a nice way to get the marketing in. Yeah. Don't do any, don't do any of that in the movie, guys. Keep those tracks no. pure in the film. Well, they will be pure because they're coming off the tape and the tape was made in what? The 80s? Yes. Yeah. By Jingo. By Jingo. Uh, what's next, you handsome swine? Well, speaking of the 80s. Speaking of the 80s. How about, oh, which one you segwaying into? How about an action movie? Oh, that's not the one that's... I thought you were segwaying into, but I'm totally fine with how this. How about an, a hard action movie with one guy just racking through dude after dude after dude. This sounds like the sexiest porno you've ever rented. John Wick Chapter 2. Oh, guns, right. Guns. <laughs> you've not seen John Wick yet. We're, We're going to solve that after this podcast. We are literally after because... this. By the time you lot listen to this, I'll have seen John Wick, finally. I am so excited for John Wick Chapter 2. <laughs> John Wick was one of the movies that came out. No one, like, seen trailers where I was like, that looks... This is a... Keanu action movie interesting and then saw it was like oh oh fuck alright no Keanu is back in a big way is it all about the execution oh yeah no pun intended oh yeah or, or maybe like, it's it's just it's not it's not overly complex it's not dressed up it's a, it's a straightforward roaring rampage of revenge because the plot of the first one essentially is his dog gets killed so he Takes more it. Like that, there's, more, there's more to more it. More like, it, It's like the death of his dog is what makes him go, right, fuck it. He stole John Wick's car and, and killed his dog. So he's like, I'm oh. going to kill it. Which <laughs> immediately, immediately you like him. Because you're like, <laughs> like, we'd all love to do that if something like that happened. Yeah. Just got a massive rampage of killing bad guys. Yeah, it's, um, it's yeah, it's, it's fucking... Yeah, bad it's guys kill my dog? I'm going to kill the bad guys. I know, it's, it's full of guest stars as well. Like, well, it's a guest stars, but it's like, it's full of like, great actors who pop up in supporting roles. Like, the first one's got, um... Willem Dafoe in it 
Michael Nyquist, uh, Alfie Allen, and Adrian Paleke. Okay. Uh, Ian McShane. I'm sold. Um, Salford's own. Ian McShane's coming back for the second one. <laughs> You've got Peter Sarafenowicz is in it. Well, Ian McShane's the um, main villain, isn't he, for the second no, one? No. Uh, oh, oh, I don't know what the plot is for the second one. Because I'm sure he's, he's been in the trailers quite a bit. He's been in the trailers quite a bit, but it, it Lo- and Don't Call Me Larry Fishbone is in... Don't Call Me Larry. ...is in the second one as well. Yeah, so the, uh, Neo and Morpheus reunited. At last! And yes. carry on Moss to the premiere as well, so I think the Trinity were there. That's quite cool. The Trinity plus Trinity. No, I'm I'm super... It's just like super fucking stylish action. Brutal... Like gunplay, it's like almost balletic in its choreography. It's, yeah, it's if it's anywhere near as good as the first one, it's going to be great. Nice, so nice, 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 nice. Be nice. excited for John Wick Chapter Two. I shall. Bye, Jim and he. I'm also curious. Oh, about the next movie on this list. Oh, because I hadn't heard anything about it until I saw the trailer. Oh, and that's life. And the spirit of light calling all And it looks you. like... Sorry, I, I had a lanking two moment. Um, ow. <laughs> it uh, looks like Alien. Sorry, sorry. I had a Lion King, uh, the musical moment. Because oh, okay. that song is also in the stage. Version. Okay. Um, Yay! I am redeemed. It looks like Alien on the ISS. Yeah! Oh, God, that is a great description. Basically. Yeah, I, I, I first came into contact with uh, Life... Uh-huh. Um, a couple of days ago, it, the trailer played, the full trailer, I think the first trailer played before a YouTube video I was watching. And I was like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, oh, Ray Reynolds, oh, what's, oh, oh, God, this, oh, damn you, Gravity, you've started a thing, like, there's just space station films every fucking year now, Gravity and Interstellar and Passengers, what is this shit? Interstellar was good, though, I've not seen Passengers yet, though. <clears throat> I've heard creepy things. Yeah, that's what put me off. <clears throat> but, um... I was like, and mostly because I'm like, I really like this main actor, and I used to like the other actor until she turned out to be a bit of a smarmy bitch at last year's Golden Globes. She's just like a normal woman, a normal <laughs> nasty woman, <laughs> and not in the empowering "we're all nasty women" sense. I mean, in the oh god, she's a bit of a J Law, yeah. Um, um, but I was like, oh, another one of these like big Hollywood actors on a space station, really? And then the trailer continues, like, oh, it's a. Su- you say that like it's a like it's an entire what? subgenre unto itself. It's, it's not that common. Think about it though. Each year for the last four years has been a major release with that being sort of the selling point. Are of there, as they, yeah, as they, yeah. name them. Two big right, two big actors All on right. a space station. All right, okay, Gravity, not a space station. But it was about that. Nope. Yes, it was. Nope. It was Clooney and Bullock in space. Nope. Yes, it was. In space, not a space station. All right, what were they on there? Also, mainly Bullock. What were they on there? Spaceship. They weren't on anything. Oh, fuck. Okay. Because everything blew up. Okay, but the point That's is... The, point. The, point, the point is, lots of shots of them in space. Yeah, 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 space. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next one. Yeah. Interstellar. Interstellar. Hathaway and McConaughey. Also, not a space station. But there's space stuff in there, Not right? a space station. But they're in space suits? Yes. Are there copious amounts of the shots of them in the marketing in the space suits? Yes. Yes, okay. Next one. Not Passengers. a space station. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Not a space station. Yes, it is. Categorically not a space station. Oh, it's a spaceship. It's a sleeper ship. That's fucking... It's a space. It's in space. And they have a bar. I would class that as a station. It's not over a station. A right. It moves. It travels. It's yeah, not a station. A vehicle it travels. Tra- a vehicle tra- Theirs has a fucking mall. It's a big vehicle! <laughs> it's a big vehicle! Alright, it's a mobile station. So, the ship from Wally is not a space station, it's a ship! <laughs> and it has a mall. It has a swimming pool! It has a mall 
Um, fucking my point is there seems to be a trend now Your in Hollywood. Your point is in tatters. There seems to be I a trend now in Hollywood. I'm about. All right, Space Station was the wrong fucking vehicle description. The point I'm making is there's a trend in recent <laughs> Hollywood of Gravity did well, put two big names in a movie in space and show them in spacesuits in the trailer and people will go see it. And it's like, oh. I and think this that was time, probably a thing before Gravity. Well, no, but Gravity started that trend because Gravity was sort of, again, people didn't expect it to be as brilliant as it was and then everyone went, oh God, that was great. So they started How doing it. Interstellar and, and and Passengers in the same sort of genre I would, section as Gravity. I would for casual cinema goers. Mm. People who just look at the posters and go, oh, I liked Gravity. Maybe I'll like this one with these two people I like in spacesuits. Hmm. And again, we've got it with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal mm. in The Trail for Life. But what strikes me as odd, and this will either be a big surprise and win me over, or be the thing that kills this movie, it's very close to Alien. From what we've seen. From what we've seen, but the story beats seem to be, it's more um, lethal organism rather than murdering lethal organism. Like It's not a creature yeah. that's just taking them out one by one by the look of it. It's more a thing of, oh god, we need to get out of here before this thing does come into contact with us. But but it's, and, and again, it's the whole thing of developing of life and evolution. Aliens got the life cycle, and in this we see a little, like, it's like a microbe that gets a bit bigger. It's like a, it's and, like a spunky mushroom. And then there's a shot in the full trailer where it, it's clearly, like, bigger. It's like these big sort of black tentacles. Ooh. And it's like, okay, all right. Well, we've seen this movie. It's called Alien. Yeah. So I hope I'm surprised. I can't imagine Jake Gyllenhaal in particular signing up to a script that. I don't know. Because he tends to make good choices. I watch Alien on the ISS. Fair enough. Like, I'd make Alien on the ISS. Reynolds so spouting like... Reynoldsisms. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, I got a favourite from him on Twitter last night. I was over the fucking moon. Oh. I sort of, I sort of fake flirted with him. And he liked it. And I was like, oh, validation. I can continue to live now. Um, He Um, he put footage up of Gyllenhaal practicing for Sunday in the Park with George. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wish I was in Broadway. I wish I was on Broadway for that. I love that show. I want to be in and under Broadway for that. Love that show. But it's nice because they put, it's one of those things they put a clip on. Yeah. Basically, uh, ties. Doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> but they, they, they put a clip online of him. I think, I think it was the, the, the band just sort of rehearsing on yeah, stage. Yeah. And he was there. So he sort of walked in and mid song and started singing. Um, and one of the cast members recorded it. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of walking around him. And it's like, in a way where you think this might have been staged as a bit of press, but it's still the very yeah. cute little thing. And of course, the internet did not think of. Oh my god, he can sing! And it's like, well, he wouldn't yeah. fucking be in it if he couldn't. Sing. Well, you say that. No, but he's one of those actors who, when you look at his, yeah. his CV over the last few years, between every shoot, he's been in theatre. Yeah, yeah. Because he obviously and wants to of, be performing all the time. Theatre-trained American actors are triple threats. Yeah, to a certain degree. So, um, but of course, like naturally, the internet taking it too far. I'm already seeing just a hat memes. Oh, it's like, oh for God's sake, stop what you're doing, you nutters. Stop it. But yeah, that'll be Stop that'll it. be cool. But um, but I I hope I hope, you know, I hope life is different enough from Alien to not just be Alien. Yeah, that'd be nice. Like, <laughs> but I'm going to take away your hope. Oh something no! That shows a complete absence of it, and that's Logan. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, this new teaser trailer <clears throat> shows nothing new, but it's bleak as shit. 
by taking the American National Anthem and playing a creepy slow piano version. Um, no, it's Amazing Grace. Oh, they see that at games though, right? It's not an American National Anthem. No, it's not. So, yeah, that's, why, that's, why, that's why my brain thinks it is, because they sing it at like big sporting events, and I'm like, is that the sure? National Anthem? Are you sure about that? What's the National Anthem then? The Star Spangled Banner. Star Spangled Banner. How's that one go? Oh, say, can you say, by the God's early light, we know more words to this one than we probably do, God Save the Queen. Um, so, what's that was then? God Save the Queen? Are you? Are we actually having this conversation no, no. right now? Yes, I'm having. I'm what? having. I am having what? a ditzy moment. Our national anthem is "God Save the Queen." Yes, but at the same time, we have. I'm trying to remember which song it is. There's another song that we occasionally sing at sporting events. Rule Britannia. Rule Britannia. That's the one. That is not our national anthem. It's not. An but anthem. sometimes is the one song at big <laughs> events. Is what I'm saying. Like my brain is. Amazing melting. Grace has like overtones of emancipation. Fuck. Yeah, it's like. It's often sung in regards to like overcoming slavery. Uh, okay, so kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's all play football. It's, a, it's a religious song. Um, of course it is. It's America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. Oh, that's a whole other debate for a different podcast. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's it, it, it's bleak. It doesn't really give us anything new apart from a very brief shot of what looks like Stephen Merchant looking fuck. Well, he's... Um, Caliban. Caliban yeah. But Caliban, he looks like he's been sort of imprisoned to be used as a detect- mutant detector. Yeah. Because that's his power, isn't it? He, 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 Caliban knows, as he says in Apocalypse, played by a different actor in the past. <laughs> because well done, well done, X-Men movies. Oh, in two films, you've so already fucked stupid. up the continuity again. Are you excited? Brian Singer's directing the pilot of the X-Men TV show. Oh, <laughs> Just kill the franchise now. Just stop kill it. it. Just stop Just it. kill it now. Make Logan um, the last one. Don't do anything else. And then just before your copyright runs out, if you want to keep them, go for it. But have a competent filmmaker come in and tell Give stories. It Give it a rest. That's a lie. But they'll probably, they, I imagine they've probably got a longer deadline than, say, Sony Sony did for they, all their they stuff. Won't, they won't have a deadline for X-Men stuff because they keep making them regularly. Okay. So I think, it's, it's all, I think it only kicks in if you've got a certain amount of time without me, without having one in active production. But they've always got an X-Men movie production. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I wonder if they left it for, like, say, six years... Would that be too long? Probably not. Because it would definitely be a refreshing amount of time for, you know, well, cinema, cinema goers to not have one of the movies so that by the time it rocks up you go, oh, X-Men, oh shit. Well, when yeah, was, when was Rise of the Silver Surfer? Uh, oh god. 2007. Seven. Yeah, 2005 so, for Fantastic Four, 2007 for Fantastic Four. So it's less Rise than, it's of less the than 10 Surfer. years then. Rise of the, for the Fantastic played Four, by Doug Jones, voiced by Don't Call Me Larry. Yeah. Um... And it was less than ten years after Ben Affleck's Daredevil that the rights ran out for that. So it's less than oh, ten years. Oh no, no, it was um, it's just over ten years. I think Daredevil. They didn't get it. Back. When did we get the Daredevil show? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Um, but it was in. We, we had they had they had the rights back bef- well before that. And it, it was the end of twenty thirteen was when because it was quite a quick turnaround. Yeah. Which because yeah, because I remember at the time I was thinking they they've been planning for this day, like yeah, the yeah. day they the day they get the rights back. This is what we're gonna do. Um, because they announced the Daredevil TV show not that long after they announced they got the rights back. Um, so, yeah, about ten years for Daredevil. Uh, but they probably could... Oh, no, no, ah, no, because it wasn't a deadline. Oh, no, it was. No, it was a deadline. Yeah. Fox were about to run out, but then Marvel stepped in and said, like, look, all right, you're working on a movie, but deadline's approach, because they're working on a potential Daredevil movie. Yeah. Your deadline's approaching. We'll let you keep Daredevil. 
if we can have Silver Surfer and Galactus. And Fox went, no, because they were obviously thinking about their Fantastic Four franchise going forward. So Marvel went, right, well, we'd like Daredevil back then. And they went, okay, fair enough. And Ghost Rider. And And Ghost Rider. Oh, I think Ghost Rider had already run out, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Punisher as well, but already referred to. Punisher 2. Warzone and... I think the first Ghost Rider were both Marvel Studios pictures, but they weren't part of the MCU. Yeah. um, Warzone definitely was. Ghost Rider was 2004. Five, I want to say. 2007. It might not be Ghost Rider then. Ghost Rider was 2007. Spirit of Vengeance definitely was. Spirit of Vengeance was 2010, I think. Spirit of Vengeance is I've not seen it. Great. I've not seen it. Is Idris Elba in it? Yes. Is Anthony Stewart Head in it? Not that I remember. For some reason I remember. The bad guy in it is, um, what's he called? Uh... It, it, it's meant to be. It's meant to be Peter Fonda's same version of Mephisto, but no. just played by a different actor, uh, what's isn't it? It's a British name? actor, Irish yeah. actor. I think um, is it? he's in like Downton and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Downton. He's in. He was in Game of Thrones for a little bit. Woman in Black. He was in, is that guy? He was in Woman in Black. Yeah. Mm. What's his bloody but, name? But he's. But he's. As far as I know, he's playing. They don't call him Mephisto, but he's playing. Mephisto. I don't. I. I wasn't it, paying that much attention. But it's that whole thing of oh, it's just another incarnation, but we're not going to mention it by name so as not to confuse people, which would is less confusing if you just say yeah, it's the same character as Peter Fonda, it's just a different actor. There you go. I don't know. Look, Nick Cage is in it. That's all you need to know. He's knocking at the door. Um, Logan. Rated R. <laughs> Looks alright. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. Um. I hope it's the last bloody X-Men film. Yeah. Uh, it won't be. Uh, what is next, you handsome man with a list of dreams and thoughts and plans? I don't know if you think this might be the last film in its franchise, but they've started to get up there in numbers because it's the fate of the Furious. Christ. Um, I haven't no, seen any of them except the first one. I'm going to dock <clears throat> a point from this movie already, even if it turns out to be the best thing I've ever seen, because I'll probably end up reviewing it. I'll, it's never going to get five stars. Um, it will always lose out on a star for not calling itself the F- eight of, of the Furious, yeah. as it is the yeah. eighth instalment. The same reason why Despicable Me three will not get a point for not being called Despicable three, because that would be genius. You failed marketing. One of the, one marketing of the trailers has it as it says Despicable Me, and the E of Me turns round into a three, but that's not what it's no, called. That's what we want. We don't want Despicable Me three. We want Despicable three. Because that's. Boom, your brand is recognisable. You can take that risk. Do it. Um, <sighs> but, you handsome swine. This looks fun. This looks alright, doesn't it? I mean, that's the thing. I, neither of us are like scrambling over the, the, the queues at, well, I at our local cinema to see them. I haven't seen any of them. But people the enjoy one. them. People love them. And it looks like big dumb. If, if they, if they, I think the Fast and Furious films, one day, if I find like a box set going for a tenner, I'll go, go on then. Let's have a watch. Sorry. I've already been, I've already been told if you like I've, I've had people who like them say to me if you want to see them, just pick up five six, that, and, and yeah, I go yeah, why, and they say because five was sort of the reboot, yeah, where they settle on a permanent cast, and six is a better version of five, and I was like, okay, fair enough, yeah, um, and and this is sort of that same story going on because there's the original. And then number two, which is a sequel to the original. Too Fast, Too Furious. Then number three... Fast and the Furious, Tokyo no, Drift. In case these names sound wrong, they are named different things in different countries. Yeah, it's really so annoying. As far as I'm aware, this is what they're called over here. But the Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift yeah. is a spin-off, yeah. but is now officially the threequel. 
Yeah. However, it's a prequel. All of them are set before Tokyo Drift. All of them. All of them. Every single one. Every single one is set before Tokyo Drift. So all of them are a prequel to the third one. Tokyo Drift, yeah. So the actual order, let me get this straight. The release order. I think number four is... Fast and Furious. Is that, that's not all the same cast of five and six, is it? That's getting, that's, that's getting there. That's Returns, I think. Yeah, that's getting there. So that's like, so the order is like one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. Three. Three. Oh, yeah. for God's sake. Because three is about different characters, but he has a cameo in it. I in, think. in release order, it's Fast and the Furious. Oh God! But that means that too fast. That means furious. there's no peril because if Fast I, and the Furious Tokyo I'm, Drift, I might be wrong, but I'm sure Vin Diesel's character makes a cameo in Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious, implying that he doesn't, he can't die in the other movies. Fast Five, fuck it out. Fast and Furious Six, Fast and Furious Seven, Fate of the Furious. Oh God. Oh my god! Oh my god! These are things. These are things. These are things. So, Fate and Furious looks fun. Whatever. I yeah. More power to you if you enjoy it. Um, speaking of things that I haven't enjoyed for a long time, Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Men Tell No Tales slash Pirates of the Caribbean Salazar's Revenge, depending on what country you're living in. Um, we we get the shit one. We, we get, get Salazar's, Salazar's revenge. revenge. I don't know. It's less of a mouthful than Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yeah, but that sounds like a pirates movie. Man. It sounds, that sounds like a fucking. It sounds like a movie that I can't be bothered talking about because its name takes too long to fucking say. <laughs> Doctor Strange Love or How We Learn to Stop uh, Worrying and Love, the, love the Bomb. Okay, just say Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, fair play. Oh, the <laughs> Pirates Five. Yeah. Ha ha! Besides, Dead Men Tell No Tales won me over when they announced that was the title because it harks back to the damn fucking ride. We've not all been on the ride, Christopher. No, but the ride begins, always begins with the ghostly call of something through the caverns. You hear this voice saying, dead men tell no tales. So when they announced that title a couple of years ago, I went, oh shit. Okay. You guys are trying to win us over. All right. Interesting. Show us what you got. Then they said, uh, Javier Bardem's the villain. I went, oh shit. Okay, continuing your tradition of having really excellent casting. This is good. I look forward to this. Um, and then, Smart choice in the teaser trailer of downplaying Johnny Depp and not showing him off as much. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I heard them announce the title and I just went, oh shit, <laughs> they're making another one. Well, I think that For was... sake. <coughs> I think that was everyone's initial thought was, really? Because um, <clears throat> we are now... 2017, we are now... Oh my god, we're 14 years into this franchise. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> First one, which is a film I love, and this is why I'm always curious. Curse of the Black Pearl, 2003. I love that movie. It's pretty good. I just, I would put that probably... I wouldn't say top 20, I'd, pro- I'd probably put that in my top 30 movies. It's fucking crazy. It's a great fucking movie. It's not that good. Curse of the Black Pearl is damn good. Uh, no. <laughs> it's a damn good no. movie. It's pretty good. It's a damn fine movie. Mm. You must start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. Mm. You're in one. <laughs> it's a great film. Sure. Um, oh, come on. One of the coolest opening shots for a character ever. Yeah. Uh, entry shots of Sparrow on the mast of the ship as it sinks, conveniently stepping off of it as it arrives at yeah, the end of the pier. Actually, that's pretty wonderful. It is great. Yeah. And, and Orlando Bloom... Like 
not bad in it during the early part of his career where occasionally he could be kind of bland. Keira Knightley, not bad in it. Again, in that part of her career where she was kind of bland. Johnny Depp, let us forget everything since and let us forget, like, sort of the Johnny Depp stereotype that he's generated around himself since. Mm. That performance was pretty bloody iconic. They just kept making him do it again. Yes, that was the problem. Captain Jack became the main character and that was the problem, which is why him being downplayed in the marketing for this is interesting. Now, I wonder whether or not it's that damage control to do with his personal life and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Or whether it is a conscious choice to focus the story on everyone else and make him the MacGuffin. Everyone else? Now, he was the MacGuffin in number three, but number three was shit. <laughs> um, a lot of people tell me number three was good. That's nice, You're dears. Wrong. That's You're nice, dears. Wrong. You're so wrong. Um, number three, I've seen it once and I can't be asked to watch it. I own the, bo- the box set. I own the box set. And a couple of years ago, I, I over over a few nights stuck them on and I watched them all again. I just didn't bother watching three. I watched two, got to the end of the cliffhanger and then skipped to four the next night. Which again, four? I don't mind. I don't think it's an amazing movie, but uh, I, think it's, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's better than it's not very what people good. say. It's. It's not very good. Ian McShane. Ian McShane is great. Ian McShane and Penelope Cruz. That doesn't make it a good movie. Penelope Cruz in a mustache. Oh, just all my greatest desires. Um, <laughs> Can we stop talking about Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Never, uh, because this trailer set piece heavy. Looks pretty in terms of the set pieces. Looks pretty nice. Johnny Cash song in the trailer. Interesting. Sets a nice tone. Interesting dead pirate effects. Yeah, uh, like they're all underwater. Yeah. So it looks like they're all underwater all the time. Yeah. Um, Barbosa, full on Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Looking like he may have also lost a hand by this point. Yeah. He's slowly becoming a, a, an obvious pirate. He's yeah. got his peg leg, he's got a hook hand. Still sort of in the weird um, makeup as well. Like, yeah. so, so I guess he's still got a position within. Um, within... He looks like a privateer. Yeah, it's like this is. Odd to see, and I know that some of the um, some of the government stuff, like the East India stuff from the original couple movies, is also returning because a friend of mine who's, who's in them uh, is back as his character from the first and third movie. So it's like, okay, they're going to get a bit back into that. And also, Orlando Bloom. All we've seen of him is a very brief look at him in the trailer, in the Super Bowl trailer. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because he's got like sort of the size of his face are kind of fucked up and everything because he is the Dave, captain Dave of the Jones, Flying yeah. Dutchman now. He is Davy Jones. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. And it'll be interesting to see whether or not they've snuck Kira Knightley in without us knowing. I think probably. Because they've not announced she's in it, but the Turner's son is in it. And he's an adult. So, based on the rules of the second movie... And how old is Johnny Depp then at this point? Good question. Well, that, this means that roughly between the second movie... Uh, sorry, the third end of the third movie and this one, about 20 years has to have passed. Unless the lad is in his late teens and... Um, like, uh, Will Turner doesn't come to land. Because he can only come to land once every ten years. That's the rules of the curse. Pirates nerd! So, yeah, there is that. But all I know is, all I know is, it makes me want to go back to one of the parks. Go ride the ride. Because everything is great there. And fuck the film. If the film's terrible, then I have the park. Damn it. Five quals. Road trip. They're big this year. Oh, is there another? Transformers The Last Night. Transformers! Looks... Please give us your cash. Now, if you've watched our last episode of Big Damn Love, you will know how into Transformers I am. And you will also know how not into Michael Bay's Transformers I am. Matt loves Transformers that much that he regularly plugs a rat trap figure into his bunghole. 
the Transmetals one as well with all the chroming. Oh man, it's, it's real, it's real uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do it? Because you love him. Because I love him. Because you love um, him. That's a lie. What's been I don't actually have my Raptor figure anymore. I don't have any of my Beast Wars figures anymore. I sold them all. I had the Rhino. Rhinox. Yep, with all his lime green joints. Yep. I had yep. this from the original run. I've still yep. got my Mega, my Megatron, oh. and my Optimus Primal. Yeah, they're upstairs. Still got them. Yeah, I've seen um, them. they're beautiful. They've been a masterpiece. As Optimus Primal, now. Oh, I would buy that. Yeah, I do. Uh, Beast Wars is shit, but the toys a, were pretty great. It's a great. beautiful thing. Um, Beast, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Beast Wars was shit. Yeah, it was shit. What? Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of. Um, Beast what? Machines. I'm thinking of Beast Machines. Sorry, yeah, Beast, Beast Machines. Beast Wars, Beast Wars was a lot. Beast of fun. Wars, fucking awesome. It looks dreadful. It look, of course it looks. dreadful. But I had a lot of fun. It's it's early. It's late. It's mid nineties CGI. It's post reboot mainframe. Post reboot, which it also looks terrible. Which looks terrible, but pre but ugly Martians, which looks worse than both. Oh well, yeah, there is that. Um, they only ever made nineteen episodes of that. I found that out the other day. I was like, really? They made made nineteen episodes of but ugly Martians. They are the Martians, the ugly Martians. Jesus. But The um, Last Night is one looks... of two King Arthur movies coming out this year. That's oh, not God. even a joke. Um, and it's basically the government are killing Transformers. Um... And Optimus Prime has been turned into a bad guy by something in space. Oh. So... Uh... I just don't care, Chris. But this is going to be the Empire Strikes Back of the Transformers series. Fuck oh, off. sure it is. Sure it is. Fuck off, Bay. Sure is. Oh, it's God. his last one, though. Is it? He said that for the last two. He said it's his last one. I, I, I don't care if it's his last one. I want it to be the last one. Yeah, I want it to be I want the it to last. Go movie. the hell away. Transformers, the last movie. I want it to go the hell away, and then in about five years, someone who actually likes Transformers. To bring it back in some way. That'd be nice. And, and and not to make one every two years and milk it to death. And just be grimdark for the sake of it. Oh, God. The trailer's... I mean, f- fuck Logan. The There's trailer so, for the last night was bleak. There's so many shots I'm just like, I can't tell what's going on. I think that's a metal thing. I think it's some bit of machinery or robot, maybe. But I have no idea where it is. And how big it is in relation to what is around it, and how much have they paid Anthony on? Hopkins? Do you think? Oh, all the money, all the money. All the money. Do you think all they paid it. him? Do you think they paid him like they they basically copied and pasted Kelsey Grammer's contract from the last film? Well, they probably just did, they probably didn't like they probably <laughs> didn't actually pay him. They probably just said, "All right, Sir Sir Anthony, what would you like?" Oh, I'd like a um, I'd like, I'd like a whole uh, a herd of of, of cows. And uh, I'd, uh, I, I, an extension would be nice. Uh, 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 back of my house. I've uh, been looking to do that for a while. A, a, whole, a whole new house, in fact, um, would, be, would, be, would be lovely. All right, Anthony, we'll give you three houses and two herds of cows. And, Michael, if you could, at the end of every day, read me over the engine. Yeah, okay. In bed. And you know what? You know what? But halfway through, pretend like you suddenly don't know why you've been asked to go be there. And leave. You know what? You know what? For you, Sir Anthony, what I'll do is I'll make the Ivory the Engine movie. Just for you. Oh, no, Just no, for you. please don't do that. That's oh, not what I want okay. you to do, Michael. Okay. Uh, don't touch Ivor. Uh, you bastard. <laughs> I will never get over that footage of him talking <laughs> at that, that um, was it Sony or TriStar, uh, whoever it was, like Panasonic, idea. where they're talking about the, the 4K TVs and everything. And he comes out to talk about like how it can... 
you know, translate the sort of storytelling <laughs> he does in cinema and everything to, to the home entertainment to make it immersive. And he just gives up halfway through talking, apologises and leaves, walks off stage and leaves the presenter to sort of have to fill in. And Kevin Smith pointed out on like Hollywood Babylon, he said like, if you're a filmmaker and you can't off the cuff talk about the wonder of telling stories and making movies and seeing movies, what the hell are you doing in that career? Yeah. Like, you just... And it was for a paycheck. I hope they didn't pay him after that. Because, like, he showed up to promote this event. I hope they didn't freaking give him any oh, cash for that. Oh, he got paid. Oh, you know he got God. paid. Michael Bay, he always gets paid. But hey, look at him with his... Uh, look Bay at him. always look, pay. Look at him announcing that he's making a, another movie by having a low-angle photo taken of himself on a windswept afternoon with the sun blazing down on him as he's leaning into a piece of equipment. Oh, God, I hate him. The Rock was a good movie, though, Chris. No, you've all fooled yourselves. The Rock was the You've Rock. fooled yourselves. The Rock is a pretty good the movie. Rock, the Rock is the, the curse of fatal death of cinema. No, The Rock's great. Look back at The Rock. There are things that hold up, but the telltale signs of what is to come are also there. Armageddon's pretty good, too. Armageddon is dreadful, and you're all living in a haze. Bad Boys is all right. And you said that I was wrong for liking the first Pirates movie. Bad Boys 2 is pretty good as well. Get out. Get out. The Rock's really good though. Armageddon is only a good movie if you watch it with the Ben Affleck commentary. It's also a good movie if where you watch he it tears it apart on the on on the film's <laughs> own DVD. It's also a good movie if you watch it without because you're watching Armageddon. It's not a good movie. You're all deluded. It's really good. You're all deluded. Um, Stranger Things season two is coming out on Halloween. Oh, yes, bitch. No trick or treating this year. No one will will be answering the doors and no one above the age of 12 will be leaving the house. Everyone will be watching Stranger Things. The boys are dressed up as the Ghostbusters. Yes, they goddamn are. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Super Bowl commercial began with an Ego advert. Genius. Lego my ego. Lego my ego. Lego my, you Lego my ego. <laughs> Stranger Things 2 commercial began. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah. I cannot bloody wait for this. And I think it's, I think it's just because they're not telling us anything yet. Good. Let us stew for, what, eight months. We don't need to know anything. We, we don't need I didn't know anything about Stranger Things going into it. Same. I, I just knew that it was apparently very Stephen King influenced and was great. That's all. That's all you gave me, yep. and I fucking loved it. Yep. Um, although I'll say this: the Stephen King comparisons continuing. That big thing in the clouds makes me think of that giant creature in the mist. Yeah. So that kind of vibe, but the same. The fact that it also doesn't seem to have a distinct shape as well is really creepy. So like a spidery Cthulhu-y kind of mother trucker. It, it looks good. Uh, no shots of Eleven with everyone, but that's definitely her eyes at one point. Yeah. So it's like, okay, okay, what's happening? Nothing is given away. Enough is teased to make us go, yay, it's back, then making new Stranger Things. Um, it has brought about one of my least favourite things on the internet again, the resurgence of Justice for Barb. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. I imagine because of her popularity, they will bring the actress in for something. Probably flashbacks. Because I've heard that her death, or her disappearance, as far as the rest of the town is concerned, is a big part of the plot of series two. Yeah. Like, I I think, I think, 
I think some of the characters are going to be sort of their lives have been affected for the worst because people have assumed that they know something about her disappearance and they're not telling. Mm. A, la, a la Mickey in Doctor Who when they've been gone for 12 months and everyone's been accusing him of murdering Rose. Yeah. Like, I can imagine something like that has happened. And see. I can imagine they'll probably get the actress in for flashbacks or dream sequences. But she's dead, people. Bob is dead. We saw her corpse. We saw she her corpse. is dead. We also heard an in-universe explanation for why no one was asking where she was. Like, the police were like, oh, she's gone missing. The car's gone. Like, they, they they put a cover story in place that she just ran away. Love it, love it, love it, so love, that's, it, love it, it. That's in the show. It's in the show. That's in it's the there. show. It's there. Um, oh, my yeah. God. But, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I liked Barb as well. But she is dead. So, move on. Yeah. You, you swines. I get it. Um, Baywatch is coming back. Yeah. I know not much about this other than Zac Efron's in it. And Zac Efron is... Weirdly, a brilliant comedian. He's a good comedy actor. Also, it seems. The Rock. The Rock is in it. He's a great comedy actor. And it's not a piss take of the show because too much time has passed yeah. and not enough people of, it, the, of the audience that are aiming for know the show. But it's definitely sort of a bit of a pastiche of that. It is, it is kind of thing. It is to the original Baywatch what Twenty One Jump Street was to the original Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, I feel that. And, and that was that was a really fun movie. And a, it a takes really the, it takes the core idea of the original, tells yeah. a story with it, and harkens back to it in ways. I I I enjoyed it. This trailer was cute. It's yeah. funny. There's I, a really I'm, there's I a could, really fun like. I, I shouldn't be finding this as funny as I am gag at the end involving yeah. um, Zac Efron's tiny star-spangled um, speedo. Yeah. Um, that is desecration. <laughs> that is a grey line. Um, <laughs> and any tra- and I'll be honest, any trailer that uses Notorious B.I.G. instantly makes me smile because I'm just like, yay, people remembered B.I.G. <laughs> <laughs> of course people do, but I operate in very not-that-cool circles. Oh. Apart from you, Chris. You're a you're you're not just cool. You're ice cold. Yeah, but I don't like hip hop. You're also iced tea. I'm not iced tea. But you'll be turned back to water tea when you've avenged <laughs> your your family. Rise of the Numericons. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, looks fun. I was banished for not caring about anything. <laughs> oh. I care about Iron Fist though. I care so much about Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Trailer dropped. Uh, beautiful like trailer dropped. Two or three weeks away at this point. It is round the corner. It is back end of March. <sighs> um, oh, like so, like a month away, yeah. Fuck. Full series drops oh. on Netflix in that same beautiful style. In the trailer, we got Finn Jones looking pretty. Finn looking punching people. Yep. Uh, we got looking beardy. Rosario Dawson rocking up in a way that makes me think, oh, Claire is involved in this a little bit more. Probably not as much as she was in Luke Cage, but certainly well, like we've also now met more. Colleen Wing properly. So yeah, oh yeah, shit. God, they really are tied all together yeah, beautifully. She goes to meet Colleen Wing at the end of um, um, at the end of Judas. Luke Cage, and that's that's Danny's mate in this is with a samurai sword and everything. Oh my god, we've done it. We're here, we're people. We're there. There's a Marvel interconnected he television He is the universe. final defender. That's, as they say in the trailer, he's the final defender has arrived. Hip-hop music score in the trailer. Madame Gao. 
Madame Gao, heavy heavy emphasis on um, drug cartels and a sprinkling of the hand. Bit we, of David we, we don't see the hand full on like in Daredevil Series 2, no. but there is definitely a one shot at one point of a hand ninja, and it's like the one that's behind Dan is like, oh, snap. Plus, we know that Gao is involved in that. Um, well, Gao's not part of the hand, though, because that <laughs> <laughs> No, but she's done business with Nobu and everything. Right? Yeah, yeah. She's done business with that, but she's not part of And also her insignia. Still certain. Is the same thing he, yeah, it's the same thing he's yeah. got tattooed. It's not the same thing. <clears throat> oh, not the same thing, sorry, no, but it's, uh, it's the, why am I thinking it is? Oh, it's because it's similar symbol, symbols, yeah. but also the fact that the Iron Fist, um, logo in the end, at the end of the title card appears sort of in smoke and everything. It sort of looks like it's, I think they're going to tie the whole drug thing into it a lot more. I mean, that is, he has got yeah. the, the Iron Fist tattoo. He's got the tattoo! On his, oh, on his chest. Sorry, that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, glowy fists! <laughs> glowy hands, glowy hands. Specifically, one big ass glowy hand punching the floor. Lots of, lots of sending a shock wave through the floor things in, and making them explode. He is the Iron Fist. He, he is the Iron Fist. So who's the villain? Madame Gao, but also um, the people who've taken over his company. <clears throat> it's a brother and sister. One of them is David Wenham. Yeah, that we saw in the trailer. And I can't remember the actress who's playing the sister, but I don't think you really saw her in the trailer. No. Um uh, are they known comic book villains? Not to my knowledge, but I'm not super well versed on it. Because we thought that was been, we thought it was going to be the case with um, Luke Cage. They were kind of going, "Oh, they're sort of downplaying the comic book villain side of things," and then they weren't. They were not. Um, like they they did it quite well. Um, and Daredevil series two was all about comic book villains. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got a super powered fight at some point in this too. Yeah, I reckon we're going to um, if not just if not just Danny Rand Lots beating up the hand. I'm Colleen Wing. And Colleen Wing doing some and a shit ton of swords and a shit ton of throwing stars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Iron Fist me. Oh, since you asked. What about a Lego fist? A plastic fist? I could bear that. It's a plastic fist of justice. Tell me. (laughs) Tell me what you thought of Lego Batman because I've not seen it and you have. Right. Uh, Spoiler free. Don't you worry, people. Don't you worry, good Matthew. I'm not worried. Don't you worry. I'm never worried. Ice water. Don't worry. Water tea. Um, uh, I will say this. Lego Batman, if you want my full thoughts, both spoiler-free and spoiler-filled, my YouTube channel, I'll put up a review. But. But. Big-ass butts. It's the best Batman movie. And I don't mean that in a, it's the best, like, well-made, all-round thingy Batman movie. I mean that in a, if you're a fan of Batman, this is the best Batman movie that you're going to see. In terms of how much it pays homage to the source material, in terms of the story, uh, the jokes, and how it actually gets everything about Batman. Because every film iteration seems to focus on one angle for the character in particular. Yeah. Like the dark broody loner, or, you know, the the, the um, playboy in disguise kind of thing. Or, you know, the the the, 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 the Frank Miller... We swear this is what Batman is in its entirety. Honest. Look. Look at him punching all those people and killing them. Look at him browning them. But yeah. This movie plays on everything. Because it's about good. And it's about evil. And it's about justice. And it's about family, more importantly. It's a family movie. Of course there's going to be a moral here. Does he have the hammers of justice? He doesn't have hammers of justice. He has tiny little claw fists of justice. The hammers of justice are unisex, by the way. (laughs) They are. They are. Um... (laughs) Every every iteration, uh, aside from a couple, I don't remember where the Batman getting a nod, but every iteration gets 
a, a thing, whether it be obvious or not. I mean, Christ, there are people wearing Batman merchandise at one point in an early scene. Batman and, and the logo on them is the logo for the 2005 animated show, The Batman. Ooh. So, like, they've gone, they've gone like, go and put that in. Oh, go and put that in. Oh, go and put that in as well. The animated series gets a visual nod at one point, which is really nice. Good, good. All the films get a nod. They avoid the copyright of the 66 film by never using footage from the 66 film, but footage from the show, which Warner Brothers does own now. Do you have to beware the Batman? There is no beware the Batman. Oh, thank God for that. Dick Grayson is fantastic. Barbara Gordon is great. A lot of, pe- a lot of people had hesitations with Barbara Gordon when they realised that there's a bit of a... In one of the promotional things, it was obvious that Batman sort of is flirting with her at a one frisson. point. But this isn't teenage Barbara Gordon. Uh, in this iteration, Commissioner Gordon's retiring. His daughter's taking over. His daughter, who has worked her way up the ranks of the um, Bloodhaven PD, and is like okay. they, they pitch okay. Barbara Gordon as being sort of in the like mid thirties, maybe like thirties, okay. mid thirties. Okay. So she's an older, experienced cop who wants to wants the GCPD to work with Batman, not rely on him to save the day and and. Give him tips. Work with Batman. Um, so Batman, it, Batman does attempt. Like, do you think she's hot? And he does attempt to flirt with her very briefly before realizing that she's not interested. I'm going to leave her alone. Mm. Um, Barbara Gordon's great. So don't worry, it's not the killing joke. Um, hey, it's not because people are like, oh, it's awkward. There should be a father, you know, daughter relationship between them. Not like this. It's like, no, don't worry. In this movie, it's a very different Barbara Gordon. I... She stays true to who Barbara Gordon is. But she's having a different. She's not a little nerdy girl who's secretly practicing combat and everything. She's a police chief. I do so like it when it's not the killing joke. She's also played by Rosario Dawson. Ah, oh, fantastic! <laughs> that famous Ace Ventura catchphrase there. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Um. <laughs> Michael Sarah is Robin. Michael Sarah is great in this movie. This Robin is an adorable orphan, Richard Grayson, who's at the local orphanage, who, by a series of, of sort of um, accidental circumstances, is adopted by Bruce Wayne. Brilliant. Um, and then is is sort of forced into his life by Alfred, who's like, you've got to start paying attention to this. Because Alfred sees full well Batman is pushing away. Like, the thing he's afraid of more than anything is having a family again. Uh, so he's like, you're going to have a family. You've adopted this boy. Raise him. Um, Grayson, Grayson. Grayson. Uh, there's, there's a very throwaway mention to how he got off, and it's implied that he, he was at the circus, but they don't focus on that. Um, but he's a gymnast, so, yeah. you know. Um, Will Arnett's Batman. Lego, look, let's, let's clarify this. Will Arnett's Lego Batman, because Lego Batman is his own entity, yeah. is great. Again, he's brilliant, just like he was in the Lego movie. Um, every, like, the, the film, the, well, something the film does really well, and it's based on Batman, is the film calls Batman out on his bullshit. Yeah. It does a superb job of that. And, the, like, everybody's like, Batman's the best. Why is he the best? Because he just fucking punches everybody. He's the best. He's the best. Batman's the best. Batman could beat Superman. Yeah, even this film's like, no, he couldn't. Batman's the best. Even this film's like, no, he couldn't. Like, he no. says to Superman at one point, he says, like, I could beat you. And Superman, once again, like in the Lego movie, voiced by Channing Tatum, is like, no, you, you, you couldn't. <laughs> you really couldn't. He's like, yes, I could. He's like, 
Fine. Okay. Right. Yep. Coming on in. Uh, punch his head off. Punch his fucking head off. Number 12. Right hand karate shot. <laughs> Number 13. Left hand karate, karate shot. Um, <laughs> Jonah Hill makes a brief reappearance as Green Lantern again, the Lego oh, movie version. Yeah. Uh, there are so many. Uh, there are over a hundred DC characters in this movie. Wow. We are not just talking Batman characters. How many, like, we're how talking many obscure, obscure Justice Batman League members. menu, obscure Justice League members, obscure ass villains. I don't think Bloodwind is Blood. in there, but there's some obscure ass characters in there. Some of them get like full on mentions. That montage clip that came out last week of the Joker introducing some of the villains is only like two thirds of that oh, sequence. Like what? bits have been edited out of that clip online. Wonderful. There is a freaking amazing song sequence about five minutes in where Batman plays his new mixtape whilst he's taking out all the bad guys. Amazing. And it's it's a song written by and it's sung by Will Arnett, but it's sort of it, it it's Will Arnett and Patrick Stump. Ugh. And it's great because Stump is basically just going like Batman He's letting rip with the vocals on it, and it sounds hilarious. Um, it's better than Fallout Boy's version of who does the coolest backflips, Batman. Who does this? It's just it's it's just this ode to the, how awesome the character thinks he is. It's great, but the, the, Zach Galifianakis' Joker had problems with the voice in, in, the, in the marketing leading up. I was like, that oh, seems a bit basic. It fits. It works for this story. Good, really well. Good, excellent villains. Um, Without giving away too much, Lego Dimensions has clearly given them an idea because there is something in this movie about taking advantage of other things to get something done. And I won't say much more about that, but if you're a fan of Warner Brothers, you're going to find something in here that will appeal directly to you. Animaniacs reboot confirmed. I wish. Um, (laughs) And also a certain BBC TV show. Uh, So there's that. Um... But class. <laughs> okay, minor spoiler. I won't say what context. <laughs> the Daleks make an appearance in this movie. Excellent. What's great about it is they're the new paradigm. I oh. get. I guess because visually they look more striking. Yeah. And they definitely look better than the actual Lego Daleks that Lego have released. Yeah. Um. But yep. when I saw that, I was like, I wonder how BBC Worldwide feel about that because they're not voiced by Nicholas Briggs. And they're not the ones. I wonder how Nicholas Briggs feels about that. And they're not the. <laughs> well, there's some weird. There's some weird. I mean, they're American, which is weird. <laughs> but then they get a reference. It's like we're British robots. Ask your nerd friends. Like there's sort of there's references like that. But I was like, they're American. Um, but yeah, God, so many villains, so many obscure freaking villains. Um, I mean, Orca gets name checked like five times. This is the movie we're seeing. Captain Boomerang is in there as well. They don't even give him a highlight. Although they do make a dig at Suicide Squad at one point. Maybe we should let these guys out. They could help. Bad guys fighting bad guys. That is a ridiculous idea. <laughs> it would never work. Which is weird because that line would have been recorded three years ago. Yeah. They saw it. They oh, yeah. foresaw it. Um, there is only one shot directly parodying Batman v Superman. It's the one in one of those trailers. Oh, yeah. Obviously that was added in later. But they knew they were going to be doing a Batman v Superman movie, so there's a reference to them having a rivalry, which is one-sided. Superman's like, um, right, okay. Um, uh, fine. But the movie's best performance is Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes' as Alfred is great. Excellent. And it makes me, like, I saw another review that I completely agree, but they basically said, I would watch an entire movie 
of just this version of, of Richard Grayson. He's called Dick, like, eventually. And they make a joke, an obvious joke about it, where I'm like, no kid will understand that. Yeah. Every adult is pissing themselves. Um, they, they, I could watch a whole movie with, with Dick Grayson, Lego Batman, and Lego Alfred, just talking, just sat in a room. Because these versions of these characters are so entertaining, and Ray Fiennes as Alfred is great. Excellent. So, highly recommend Lego Batman. We're going to see it this weekend. I'm going to sit you down in front of it. I'm going to force feed you popcorn. I'm going to stick an entire Lego set up your bum. We'll squeeze it in there next to Rat Trap. (laughs) It'll be great. Do you know what else will be great? Hopefully, Curse of Chucky's sequel, Cult of Chucky. Um, Cult of Chucky. Cult of Chucky. Seventh film in the Child's Play series. A series which I finally introduced to you in full last year. Oh, yes. In Um, In its full... A breadth, depth, and length, and girth. Dirty bastard. Well, a few weeks ago, a few episodes back, we talked about how the film synopsis was released. Yeah. It, it, was all, it was all announced in one big chunk. It was just, here's a teaser trailer of footage from the original movies, announcing that we're doing a new movie. By the way, we start shooting in three days. Yeah. And everyone was like, ah! When will it be out? On home media for Halloween. Ah! Amazing. We'll have screenings, probably at Fright Fest in late summer. Great. So, there we go. We knew that part of the story involved Jennifer Tilly reprising her role as Tiffany in human form. Jennifer Tilly started filming this week. We know because on Twitter she posted a picture saying, packing for Winnipeg, featuring her Tiffany doll that she has at home, stuffing a bag full of things, including a portrait of her and Chucky, a massive freaking butcher knife, a blondie t-shirt, the script for Cult of Chucky, beautifully concealed enough so that you can't see any other details on the front cover other than it's a script, a deck of playing cards, um, and a bailing out book, a self-help book. Um, <laughs> she's also wrapped up in a scarf and a woolly hat for the cold weather. Brilliant. Uh, what I like about it is it's the, it's the Tiffany doll from the last scene of Seed with the, the stab wound in its head, the yeah. one that, that, that Jennifer Tilly scare quotes, keeps on a shelf in her house. <laughs> so I like, I like the fact that that after that movie, she obviously just like, can I keep this? And they went, yeah, go for it. And she took that doll home. Brilliant. And the beauty of practical effects, ladies and gentlemen, that is still fine and not deteriorating 13 years later. Amazing. So, looking great. But since she's posted a bunch of photos, she posted a photo of her in Winnipeg freezing her ass off. Um, hair getting dyed in the trailer. No. She's going full blonde again. Um, this does not exactly help our, I think, shared Jennifer Tilly crush. Nope. Um, there she is with director nope. Don Mancini hanging out. There she's getting told off by director Don Mancini on set. There she's hanging out with Fiona Duruff and Alex Vincent, who are reprising their roles from Cursed Chucky and the original two films, respectively. Good work. She's wearing a ridiculously sort of grandeur, sort of gothic coat. Yep. Tiffany in human form is clearly enjoying being in human form again. Yep. I can't wait for this movie, and I keep. I hope Jennifer Tilly keeps posting little snippets of, of behind-the-scenes pictures online. Uh, there was also a picture of Chucky earlier this week, but not properly. There's a picture of the crew talking, and in the background, a headless, handless, um, one of the animatronic ones sort oh. of sat by its wires. Uh, oh. impl- not implying that he gets cut to pieces, more implying that, yeah, we've not started filming yeah. today yet. We're going to plug the head in in a bit. Yeah. But, good guy outfit. Clean, but kind of tattered. Looks like it didn't curse Chucky. I can't wait. I love those movies. I can't wait to see what this one's like. I also can't wait to see what you lot have been saying, you sons, oh! of, sons of guns. Oh! What have they been saying, Matthew? Well. But still my beating ass. Well, Lewis Christian's been saying. Ah, do we endorse his views? 
we may we, we may or may not indulge his views. Mm, all right. Um, Dear my Chris, Chris and Matt, Matthew and Christopher, I'm glad you enjoyed my big damn quickfire quiz last week. As promised, here is a juicy question or two. Right. It's a live history. Um, as I answer these questions, I'm going to open oh, a oh. blind bag Lego Batman figure. Okay. Uh, if it is a duplicate, I will cry, but I will automatically get a correct answer for all the questions. Okay, here we go. You're given the chance to pen the Ninth Doctor's first proper scene. Hertz has just regenerated and Eccleston's incarnation is stood aboard the TARDIS alone. What are his first words and what are his first actions? Um, he looks around him and goes, Yep, I definitely killed everyone. I definitely killed everyone. It wasn't retconned. I know what his first actions are. Because, not canonically, but uh, I, I came up with a story for and, and co-wrote uh, one of the upcoming... <laughs> Ninth Doctor Adventures for the fan made for the fan made project. And our first the first story, which is the one that me and Billy Tracy written, is about his first story. So we know. We know. We know. Um we're not gonna say. No, because no, the spoilers. It'll come out eventually. There's been a bit of a delay mostly because of me being a busy bee, but um yes. Uh what about you, Matt? What do you think he'll say? Do you think I... he'll definitely say none of Day of the Doctor happened, everyone. None of it happened. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Any of that. Bingy bongy boogie bong is what it um, says. He'd say, you know what? I'm going to pop along to 2017 and uh, get some of that sweet Lego Batman merchandise. <laughs> and then he's going to pick himself up a blind bag and he's going to open it up and he's going to go, ooh, look what I found inside. What did he find inside, Cocker? The Joker! Hey! The Joker, in his prison- Joker in his Arkham outfit, his no! prison outfit. That's quite cool. There's massive ass hair. So yeah, that's what that's what he do. <laughs> go and get himself a Joker minifig. That's great. I, I'm gonna stop collecting <laughs> these now. I think I think I think I've got the best ones. Which classic hero monster of Berlin would you enjoy the Night Doctor coming face to face with? Um, I would have liked to have seen an a follow up Auton story because I think what was nice about his series was it didn't rely too much on the past, but. Obviously, the Autons were never going to be the main focus of Rose. They were set dressing to introduce us to a new version of the show and a new main character and a new version of the Doctor and everything. But I'd like to have seen a fo- I'd like to have seen a follow up Auton story in that series, mm. just to sort of see how we tackled them. How about you, Sunny Jim? Oh, the Wirren. <laughs> how many nine ones have you seen today? <laughs> uh, it's uh, if you had asked me any question about a classic classic era villain, it's always the Wirren. Asking about villain, it's always, always the Wirren. Um, Wirren, Wirren, What would you pitch for Capaldi's regeneration story? Um, Matt Smith wakes up and goes, "Ah, oh, just had a horrible dream," yeah. and then um, regenerates on a bed of burning Moffat scripts. I would pitch Stephen Moffat over the side of Broadcasting House <laughs> onto a big bed. Though I don't want to kill him. You want him to uh, finish the adaptation of the Jekyll movie? Uh, um, um, I don't know. What on a pitch for Capaldi's regeneration story? Um, well, we can't have the time war in Finding Gallifrey because we've already done that and it fucked it up tremendously. I, ideally, I think we'd like him to be the last incarnation and uh, have to deal with that instead of it being weirdly forced onto Matt. That's weird, isn't it? I still, I'm still not over that. Yeah. Oh, I'm the last one. Did I never mention what? 
yeah, did I never mention when when Tennant regenerated no, briefly, that was a regeneration. Never so technically you got two David Tennants, everybody. Lucky you. Um, Mental. Oh, Mids! I would like a cliffhanger. Dirty bastard. It's a part of his generation story. So we don't see him regenerate. But we yeah, meet a new man ends, later. It ends in a cliffhanger. Man. But then it implies that the Doctor's still around. Okay. But we don't actually see them until the next adventure. That would be a nice way to reboot it, actually. Ah, but then you get everybody complaining, going, like, we never saw the regeneration theme. No, it's well, like, tough shit. Jog on, we need some mystery back in this character's life. Oh, well. Uh, can't say I'm surprised about Pete Capaldi leaving Doctor Who. His era, like Matt's, has felt very piecemeal and haphazard in terms of scheduling. But he'll bow out with three series and a few Christmas specials under his belt, thus putting him roughly on a par with David and Matt. It might seem like a tiny insignificant thing, but I'm just hoping the new regeneration isn't overly bombastic and try-hard this time around. And I hope the new Doctor gets an opening line that isn't about body parts. New teeth, legs, hair, kidneys, yawn. I also think it's a bit of a shame the regeneration is once again at Christmas. I'd love to see a series build to a grand finale and conclude with the regeneration as it happened in 2005. I feel like Christmas just gives them more excuse to serve any old shit and make the regeneration as over the top as possible. Whereas there's nothing wrong with something a little more low-key and emotionally impactful. Anywho, I shan't bother with any, uh, ye with any more of my ramblings this week. Thanks for your time, love, and affection, Lewis Christian. I wonder if you'd feel any better if they catered the regeneration to Christmas, not the event of showing it yeah. on Christmas. So, like, he pulls a cracker and he just falls over and bangs his head on the wall. <laughs> what, like the sixth doctor? Oh, I'm so full. That was the... I'll be honest, I have not stopped for Christmas dinner with anyone for years, and that's the first one I've eaten in forever. I can't remember why I stopped. I feel so full. Oh, no! I'm having a heart attack! Exploding! And then he explodes, and... The new incarnation bursts out of him. Alien style. Yes. Yeah. Yes, bitch. Covered in watcher gunk. Yeah. Just slowly pulls it all off. And he's like, ha ha! I'm, insert name of actor you desire in the role here. Ah! There we go. What about actress? Is that politically correct anymore? I don't know. I've seen people get told off for saying actress. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because technically, ladies are actors too. And I'm like, I know, it's just sort of a, common term. I don't think people use it to make actresses sound less than actors. It's just actor-actress. Gender-neutral terms. Let's make everything gender-neutral. It'd be much easier. Um, Let's let's call everyone pretentious wankers. Yay! There we go. Billy Tracer! He's a tracer. Fucking tracer. (laughs) Fucking tracer. Dear big damn lads. Oh, Billy, you make me want to cut things. John and I were so disappointed by Chris in last week's Knife Doctor quiz. I was shouting touchdown at my headphones and the Bad Wolf reference section was one of the most frustrating experiences of my life. Chris, in the hope that we can redeem your fan card. Oh, Jesus. We put together a new multiple choice. No! Easier quiz. Oh, you wonderful people. Hopefully after this, (coughs) taking this, Chris will regain his Eccles bitch status. Oh, God. Matt, I've not provided the answers, but I know you won't need them. Oh, you swine! On the other hand, won't struggle. Might struggle a bit. Oh, you bastards. You bastards! What is Christopher Eccleston's doctor's jacket made of? Leather. One, velvet. Two, leather. Or three, cheese. Two, leather. What the fuck is this? What is Christopher Anderson's doctor's catchphrase? Is it one, fab, two, football, or three, fantastic? It's three, although I wish it was two. 
<laughs> just yelling football. You're two for two, Chris. Going very well. In the episode Dalek, how many Daleks are there? One, one, two, four, or three? Just under a million. <laughs> it's one, two, one Dalek. One Dalek, Dalek. <laughs> That's three for three, Chris. Doing very well. Oh, God. What is Christopher Eccleston's first name? You're all bastards. One Christopher, two Christoph, or three Stephen. Who's Christopher? <laughs> And finally, for the win, what is the best series of modern Doctor Who? One, series one, two, series one, or three, series one? Oh, I'm going to take all of the above, please. You have to choose one of them, Christopher. Uh, I'm going to go for three, series one. Oh, it was two, series one. Something along the way, I have, I have learned many things. I, I've learned. That was good. I've, I've learned. I that. enjoyed that. <laughs> In all serious, love you guys. Thanks for the shout out to my unhealthy level of Batman addiction, and we're both very much looking forward to finding out what are in this week's mystery bags. Well, we got the Joker in this mystery bag. The Joker's um, mystery bag. Fingers crossed for fairy and caveman Batman. The best ones. Lots of love, Billy and John. Not the real John Granston. Three X's, three O's, three more X's. Oh, why? I don't know. That's the worst game of Noughts and Crosses I've ever played. It's one I've ever played, Sonny Jim. We have an email from Sean. Not Sean. Hello, big damn boys. Boys! Was listening to the podcast last week where you mentioned Legend of Tomorrow wasn't quite right. But I would say Series 2 really brought it into its own rather than trying to follow the Flash and Arrow. It is now the most fun show and most light-hearted. It is now my favourite of these four shows. Also, Sarah Lance is probably the best character. I would recommend Series 2. Ooh, do we dive? I've dipped in with one episode. I watched the Invasion episode, Series 2. I don't like Sarah Lance. Um, is that all? Is that because she once lanced a boil? Oh! On your... No, I just don't... Behind. I just don't think she's very good. Oh. Well, that's just actressist. Uh, yeah, well... Sorry, um, actorist. No, pretentious wankerist. Ah! No, I, I, yeah, I could give Legends another go. Um, the main reason I don't watch it is because I tend to watch these shows with my girlfriend and she can't stand Legends. Is um, Arthur Darville still in it? He's not a regular, I don't think, but I think he pops up in season two. Ah, uh, see, he'd be a reason for me to dip in immediately out of curiosity because I do like me some Darville. I do like Arthur Darville. Now... Is the your, winter of our discontent. Your Doctor Who question, you must reluctantly answer. Yay! No! Oh. Reluctantly. Fodge! Would you agree that the problem with the Peter Capaldi's Doctor is the companion that stands out on their own and overly smart with no real chemistry between them? You see them as friends, but they don't really care for each other. I don't think that's the problem. I think that's one of I the I think that problems. was a problem with... Clara, specifically. Clara, specifically, yeah. Because she was all, Oh, yay, this is great. Pick me up next Wednesday, will you? Yeah. It's like, wait, what? No! No! The, the beauty of this series is watching two friends travelling around the freaking yeah, universe. Yeah, travelling, it was just like, oh, are we on for our appointment next week? So, ugh. She had a life and she occasionally popped in with the Doctor, which is an interesting thing to try, but I don't think it worked as a dynamic. 
Um, but I don't think that was yeah. necessarily the main problem. It's, uh, it's one of the problems. It's one of the contributing factors. I don't, I, don't think, think, I don't think there was a main problem. I think there was lots of problems. I don't think them being overly smart is a problem, but certainly being hyper-competent to the point where they're just whatever the show needs them to be week to week, as opposed to actually having a skill set. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying the companion should be completely in awe of him at all times. No. But... But trying to trying to outdo him all the time gets really irritating because it's like you're our window into this, yeah, and we wouldn't be trying to fuck him over. You're an audience viewpoint character. We'd be yeah. like, oh my god, this is incredible! Like we'd we'd be amazed at the things we're seeing and the places we're going. So don't just be dismissing it. Like the, the worst example of that in all of Doctor Who, for my money, is the the two kids, specifically the girl in Nightmare and Silver. Yeah, yeah. Which is just yeah. like, is this it? It's like, get out of my show. Get out. You ungrateful sod. Like, we, we the viewing public, would kill to go to a freaking theme I park on the moon. I give you wonders unseen in this century! And all you can say is, is that it? Pretty much. Yeah. Fuck Sums that. it up. Fuck uh, that. Needs, the show needs a bit more wonder to it. Yes. Finally, do you think Hayley Atwell would make a good female doctor? Um, I don't think that's a bad shout. Hayley Atwell would be bloody wonderful. I mean, I'll, I'll just watch Hayley Atwell. She's, she's brilliant in Agent Carter. Mm. So there is something about that sort of... Problem is, I fancy Hayley Atwell. Mm. I've never fancied the Doctor before. Oh. That'd be a new experience. I found I found various Doctors to be rather handsome fellows and a bit, and a bit, and a bit tasty. I do like a bit of David Tennant. I do like a bit of Matt Smith. I think we all like a bit of Paul McGann. Let's be brutally honest. I think alarm clocks... Da Vinci <laughs> if you've never seen the real Paul McGann on YouTube give it a watch um, but like but like Paul McGann is a beautiful human being but Hayley Atwell is a full on like like TV crush I'm 26 yeah. shouldn't be having TV crushes but Hayley Atwell yes, is a TV should. crush we're talking like I don't think you ever stop having TV we're crushes talk, we're talking like if I wasn't sharing a bedroom with my partner there'd be Hayley Atwell pictures on the wall I think that's fine. <laughs> I'll just do it anyway. That's natural, isn't it? I'll just do it anyway. No, don't do it anyway, because that's, you know, respect. No, I'll do it anyway. It's not a lack of respect, it's more a lack of restraint. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you can share them. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's... Uh, she is... She'd be, she'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's, she could be fun. I, I've not seen her... This is just me. I mean, maybe there's more out there, but I've not seen her sort of play comedy before there's bits of that in Agent Carter yeah but, but, but I mean, I, like, mean <laughs> I mean more going into the fantastical rather yeah, than sort of the natural like, she, she, can do, she can do quite well of being very clipped and British and sort of aloof yeah so that kind of characterization, characterization that, that would that would stay with the sort of tone set by previous performances and everything for the Doctor but I think it would be interesting to bring the Doctor more down to street level yeah like Eccleston to a degree, but Eccleston's was more about disguise. Like, now it'd be nice to have a Doctor who's just comfortable. I was thinking about this the other day, and it, I think it'd be really interesting to have a Doctor who is a black woman. Because I think then when you're doing historical stories, it adds another angle to her. Because, like, yeah, you get so much yeah, of times where the Doctor's a, a white man who tends to be class, where he goes back into history, mm. and he can he can sort of bluff his way into the chain of command and get people to respect him. Yeah. Then having a Doctor who has to work against... Uh, I know what you that, mean, um, yeah. Sort of that, like, yeah. The, the prejudices of the time, I think, would be an interesting angle for that character to take. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's not a bad shout. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it I solely on that basis unless you came to me like with like 
here's 12 script ideas yeah, yeah, already yeah, yeah. that where you could really sort of play with this. I'd be like, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I wouldn't, and I don't mean like every week would be about that, but. And of course, it's not. But at the same do. time, you're right. That is something that, that's something that they don't really think about. Mm. I don't think they've ever thought about that in, already in terms of the stories because it wouldn't cross their mind. You get it now and again with certain companions, but it's never really played with. Yeah. In fact, I think the last time it was even touched on was human nature, wasn't it? Family of Blood. Yeah, I think so. Martha was sort of, you know, like um, seen as a lesser Jesus member maybe, of the yeah. staff and everything. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's a good point. That is a good shout. I, I just, I, I, it just occurred to me the other day. Hot damn, Matthew. Right. Hot damn. Um, <clears throat> Hot a damn, sir. Final email. <clears throat> no, not ever. Just this. One. Oh, Jesus um, Christ! Was, just Jesus Christ! Jesus, we're still going to keep doing it. Um, Jacob. Jacob! Hello, Jacob. Hello, Chris and Matt. First of all, I'd like to say how excited I am to see the Lego Batman movie. It's great. A... You'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a big fan of any Lego since I can remember, and Batman, my second favourite superhero, and the two of them mixed into one giant organism. Sounds joyous. Who's your favourite superhero, Jacob? And Legos are great also. As a kind of follow-up to my last sentence, what's your guy's favourite Lego set? Oh, that is really a, that is a really big question because I you're either asking about like the new Batman stuff or just of all time. Of all so time. we're talking about thinking regressing to childhood or the sets we've always wanted and never bought. Oh, I think I think I think the ultimate goal for anyone is the Millennium so, Falcon, isn't it? So many. Sets I think we'd all want the Falcon. I want a Falcon. When the I cru- the cru- like... it's back out now, but it's a Force Awakens version. So the upside is you get a shit ton of figures from the Force yeah. Awakens, um, but the downside is it's not. You know, I don't think it's as big as the previous releases. See, I didn't have that many Lego sets as a kid. I had a fair bit of Lego. You say, I had a lot of, I had a lot of hand-me-down Lego, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot of hodgepodges of other people's kits that had been had, given over time. I had a Lego pirate set, which was a little, like, little prison cell for a single pirate. Yeah. And then a bunch of... Like, Those little gold doubloon studs. Yeah. Yeah. Gold studs in the treasure <laughs> chest, and a couple of soldiers with a cannon-like emplacement. Yeah. And this little island thing, this little island jetty. That was, that was cool. quite cool. I had uh, an alien ship from one of the later sci fi lines. Hmm. Um, I always wanted a Oh, they did a lot of sci fi stuff in the 90s, didn't yeah, they? The sci fi yeah, and deep yeah. sea stuff, like they had all was... these bases and everything with big glass. Oh, <gasps> shit! I had, yeah. a, I had a space base, I've just remembered. It was sort of, looked like a cock, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know the one I'm on about, the tower with the, yeah. the dome at the top. And the dome was made of these uh, these sculpted um, like fake glass things, clear plastic. Mm-hmm. That you peeled away like that, uh, and and there was like the, the command chair in the top. God, yeah. I'd forgotten I had that until just now. That's so yeah. weird. I had a lot. Of, I, I I had a fair bit of Star Wars Lego from around the time of Phantom Menace. I never just I, the, it was I'd like the little gotten... sets, you know, like the the sort of the, the two figure accessory sort of sets. I'd gotten out of um, Lego. By the time the, um, by the time the, uh, oh, Star Wars stuff rolled around. Yeah, the Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, but I've, got, I've still got a battle droid somewhere. Yeah. And I've got an Obi-Wan and a Gwygon somewhere. I don't know what the set was, but I had Anakin's pod racer. Oh, nice. That's still on a shelf at my dad's house nice. somewhere. Covered in dust. Um, and they made the smart decision of having this sand-coloured bridge between the pod and the bases of the, the engines, so that as a kid you couldn't break it, because if you wanted to fly around with it, you'd hold the base instead. That's not a bad... But you could also unplug it and hold yeah. it, like, you know, bobbing around and everything. Um, that was quite cool. 
Uh, I went on a massive Lego splurge about four years ago where I just mm. bought the Batman stuff that was out because mm. I, I bought like two or three sets, realised how much I missed building Lego and then went, sod it! It's like expensive jigsaws. I'm just going <laughs> to buy the rest. So I've got all the Batman stuff from like 2012 to 2013. Nice. Um, some of it's still on my shelves. Some of it's uh, in a box because they take up a lot of space. But the Arkham Asylum set I think is my fave. Well, That's I... quite cool. It's a big ass building facade and on the back it's a bunch of offices and cells. I think that might be my favourite one. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the sets I had when I was a kid. I found one of them. I had the I had the uh, UFO um, Warp Wing Fighter from 1997. Jesus, wept. It's that funny looking thing. Oh my god! I, I had that. I don't think I ever had that. Yeah. But I had I had stuff from that line. I remember Loved always wanting it. that one. Because it's sort of like an X-Wing but with a hammerhead. Yeah, really liked it. Really oh, liked that damn, that's a, that's a freaking flashback. Out of the sets I had, that was my favourite. Damn I had a bunch of the Space Police stuff as well. Um, space Police. Nothing big, but... Space Police! Space Police! I'm going to have to spend that ages looking on Brickopedia now at stuff. Brickopedia. That's it. That's my evening. With this um, is the world we live in. And these are the hands we're given. Now for Doctor Who questions. Uh, are you a ward of the Big Bad Wolf? Uh, an Oscar? Um, Favourite Davros? Apparently Davros isn't a word story apart from Genesis. Ooh. Favorite Davros story apart from Gen- I think we've I think we've answered that. Yeah, well, you answered it, but well, I answered Genesis. But we can't answer Genesis. Can't answer Genesis. Uh, Resurrection. Uh, Revelation. Revelations. Uh, Revelations a Colin one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Revelation. Revelation for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> who would you like to play the master? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh mince. Mince. Keep in mind, whatever gender we answer with will be in the wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. According yeah. to the internet. Um, <clears throat> so fuck it. <laughs> uh, oh god, that is a tough one. I. That's a shame because he was. He basically played. He basically played a demo disc version of the master in School Reunion, but Anthony Head. Yeah, Anthony Head. But I, th- I think I think his character in School Reunion was meant to be master-esque and so yeah it would it would be pointless to bring him back for it that it would be also it I don't want be. another bloody person who's already been in it whenever the bookies keep on about Doctor Who they say like oh um Olivia Coleman's a favourite to win I'm like I don't want another person who's been in it already we've had that twice yeah and I don't want to have to come up with a fucking explanation every time as yeah. to why they look like someone we've already seen just cast someone who's not been in it yet um because with Capaldi, we were like, oh, that'd be interesting how they answer that. And then they tease it in his first one, and it's quite well teased. And then they throw away the answer as to what it is midway through the next series. Mm. And it's a really dumb reason. To remind me to save everyone I can. Don't you already do that? Mm. Freaking hell. Um, but mm. Master... Yeah, Anthony had in an ideal world, but he's already think, been in it, so yeah. probably not. Yeah. Uh oh, Hey! You know? Eric Roberts, bring him back for another go. <laughs> <laughs> um, CGI Anthony Ainley. I've been waiting for the call. <laughs> CGI Anthony Ainley. <laughs> um, uh, Killian Murphy. <gasps> I agree. 
Mm. Oh God, yes. The oily Killian Murphy. God, he'd be good, wouldn't he? Like lank hair. Oh, just British scarecrow. I'd be down with. And make his lip, make make his lips like bigger, so they look like <laughs> slices of liver. Just like. Can, can we? Can I kiss? No. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. Just like. Get Killian Murphy and get him to be creepy and make him look like oily and disgusting. Hmm. Yes, yes, a thousand <clears throat> times. Yes. What's, what's your opinion of the Sonic Shades? Fuck off. Terrible. Not you, Jacob. Like the actually shades. terrible. Actually terrible. Or what would you think if the BBC regenerated the Doctor halfway through the series, but then the BBC didn't tell us they were going to do it? I think I think it would be terrible for that series. I think it'd be nice in, in terms of looking back yeah. at it as a series. But if if they could get away with a regeneration happening without us knowing, I would applaud that yeah. like crazy. I would, love a, I would love a surprise regeneration. I don't think I'd like it in the middle of the series. No, make it put it at the end. I, and I'll be happy. Yeah, if they can get this regeneration done without us knowing who's playing them, I would love it. But they're not going to because they're going to use the publicity. Well, the, the only reason they do that, the only reason they work that hard, I think, is if it was a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that everyone would go, oh my god, they're playing the Doctor! Because if it was a no-name, everyone's reaction, regardless of how well-written the scene is and how, how well-performed it is, everyone would just be like, who's that? And it would detract from the impact of that moment. Who do you reckon has worked with Chris Chibnall enough to, and is the biggest, and there's a big enough name for him to go? Oh, well, obviously. David Tennant. Oh, shit. No, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, other people from Broadchurch. Um, Arthur Dov... Um, mm. Olivia Col... Yeah. Eve Ma... Um, the pattern here. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. The, the beach... From Broadchurch. Just the beach. The beach is the doctor. The beach is the doctor. Uh, wow, I actually wrote a relatively short email, love. Jacob. And then he put 85 kisses. No, no kisses, no, no cuddles on this one. That's fine. That's respect. just John and Billy this week. Billy, no, no, no. And that was coming from two of them, to be fair. Um, Are we up on our quota? Down on our quota? Sideways uh, on our quota? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god show me John Wick Matthew show, show me, John, me Wick. John Wick if you want to hear from us during the week all you got to do is follow us on Twitter Big Damn Cast and of course if you want all of our stuff sort of filtered bigdamnblog.tumblr.com uh, you can also catch us on the YouTube the YouTube Big Damn Channel if you search Big Damn Channel now we are the result which we is are nice the result it's happened um, so Big Damn Channel for new episodes of Big Damn Cast if you want to watch them on YouTube videos and we've also got Big Damn Love and we've also got other stuff that'll pop from time to time so do give us a subscribe Big Damn Cast every Friday Big Damn Love every Sunday mark it on your calendars or your faces I'll just turn on notifications for YouTube subscriptions well you could do that I guess but if you're boring if you're <laughs> if you're if you're nasty uh, that's it from us this week uh, I give you the air from my lungs <sighs> This is killing me because it's literally killing me. Oh. Oh my god. Oh.